0: Hey, welcome to a new episode of Last Call Baseball, number 137. I'm Dorian, and how awesome were the Arizona Diamondbacks fans? Even though the Diamondbacks were swept at home, those fans never stopped having a good time cheering on their Diamondbacks. I love that in Game 4 of the World Series, they had a, probably the first time in the World Series baseball history, a paper airplane delay because a bunch of fans in the upper deck were throwing paper planes onto the field. And if you remember, Game 4 is when the Diamondbacks were blown out because the Texas Rangers scored five runs in back-to-back innings. And then, of course, the PA announcer for in, in the stadium said that they were issuing a warning to the fans, don't throw objects in the field. Objects. It's a paper airplane. And the PA announcer said that people could face a fine or Or even an arrest for throwing paper airplanes onto the field. This is what upsets people about the overzealous law enforcement sometimes in this country. Aren't there scam artists to go after? What about some man or woman scamming the elderly out of their money? What about a woman abusing her children? And then we ask ourselves, why don't people like baseball? Why are the ratings for the World Series so low? Oh, it has to be because the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks have small fan bases. No, it's stupid nonsense like this, the overpolicing of homo sapiens in sporting events. You know what they don't over-police? Fights in the stands. How many times have you tried to go to a football game or a baseball game or a basketball game and things might get a little too tense, especially in the upper deck because that's where the real fans are. Obviously, alcohol has something to do with it. Too much testosterone, etc. There are no, there is zero security. Zero security in North American sports venues. In ice hockey, baseball, football, basketball, high lie, horse racing, you name it. High school girls basketball games, high school girls uh, volleyball games. There is zero police or security presence in the stadiums, why they love to give the, the the contracts to that stupid event company? You know, everyone knows it. They they the, those those men and women wear those like white. They, excuse me, they wear the yellow and black outfits on the field. They they want to stop you from going onto the field, but if you want to beat your brains in with some other dude in section five ten, they're all for it. They don't care. Afterwards, they'll go and like arrest you or throw you out, but you're out a couple of teeth you add a couple of brain cells. What are we talking about here? I'm going way off. It just really annoys me that people don't, these owners in these sports leagues do not care about the safety of fans. They just don't want them to throw paper airplanes on national television at the World Series. I'm going to have a drink. And I'm going back on my soapbox. You know what the over-policing of this country is? This is a legacy of the attacks of September 11th in New York, in, the, in Pennsylvania, and Washington, D.C., after September 11th happened, everyone's life in this country was ruined. You can't even go to the airport without being suspected that you're going to try to do something. When you're just trying to get home to Arlington, you just want to go see your favorite baseball team in at Atlanta. You're being seen as a potential danger. Anyways, everyone is everyone is, is a security risk is at the end of the day is this some political rant podcast or a baseball podcast where we drink on it's a baseball it's a baseball podcast that we drink on and i love that now the world series more or less always takes place either on or before or after halloween and the arizona diamondbacks general manager the date i think it was october 30th yeah it was a monday mike hazen mike Hazen, i don't know how to pronounce his name but he had a he didn't do it on purpose, but he looked like he was dressed like Sonny Crockett from the iconic 1980s television show, the Miami Vice. It was in Game Three. Mike Hazen, the general manager of the Diamondbacks, had a purple suit. He had a purple suit. It was, it was really cool. It was like if you squinted hard enough, it might have been pink, which of which was one of Sonny Crockett's favorite colors. It was awesome. Look, congratulations to the Texas Rangers on winning their very first World Series. I'm sure right now Rangers fans in Arlington, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, are just buzzing. They're probably still floating on air. It's an amazing feeling when your team wins, wins a World Series. I've I I've had that feeling twice in my life, obviously now with the, the, just a few years ago with the, with the Atlanta Braves winning it. It's amazing. Congratulations to the Rangers. To the ownership, to the front office, to the players, the fans. But at the same time, congratulations to the Diamondbacks for playing into November when no one thought they were even going to make the playoffs. Even though they came off, they went off when that great run in the regular season to start the season. I want to give a cheers for this beer that I'm gonna drink that I'm gonna tell you about later. To so their pitcher Merrill Kelly, he started the year pitching for the United States in the World Baseball Classic. He carried it over to the regular season. And he pitched really well, I think, in the World Series. Wait, did he pitch really well? I don't know. But I know that I like Merrill Kelly because he decided to play at the World Baseball Classic. Another Diamondbacks pitcher that did well, Zach Gallen. I mean, this dude pitched six innings of no-hit baseball in a World Series game. How many guys do that? That happens once every, what, 10, 15 years? But at the end of the day... And I'm sure you felt the same. Is the there was almost an inevitability of the Texas Rangers offense? Whenever the Rangers are up to bat, you're like they're about to go off, or they can go off. Even when they were getting mowed down by Zach Allen in Game Five of the World Series, you're like any spark, and the whole house is going to come crashing down. And and they're gonna the Rangers is going to set fire. The Rangers are going to set fire to everything, and they did. And actually, for a five-game World Series, if we didn't get enough games as much as we wanted to. It was—I still found it entertaining. And I frankly don't care about people who say, "Oh, the 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 TV ratings were down." I mean, the, the reality is, it's not 1981 anymore. It's not 1991 anymore. The kids are playing Twitch, Nintendo. People are watching all of the endless streaming accounts on your phone or your laptop. You got to make do put a good product out on the field. People are going to go show up and people are going to watch it. Don't worry about comparing it back to 1978 when they were figuratively speaking four channels on television. We are overwhelmed by entertainment right now. We're living in a golden age of entertainment. It's just it's it's absolutely disgusting. I'm going to have a celebratory drink for the Rangers. I really like the medium-term outlook for the Texas Rangers, basically for the next two or three seasons. I like where the Rangers can be in the next two or three seasons more than the Diamondbacks. I don't want to say this this is a flash in the pan because the Diamondbacks have a lot of really good young players. They have two really good pitchers, but I have zero expectations that the Arizona Diamondbacks owner, Ken Kendrick, is actually going to invest in the Diamondbacks to address the needs of the Diamondbacks so that they can compete over the 162-game regular season and players that can help them push deep into October again. The Rangers obviously need more starting pitcher pitching. They need more offensive bats. And that being said... Then you would need to have the expectation as well that there is no that everyone else is going to maintain their production level and and there would be no serious 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 injuries where someone would be out for two, three months, or even the whole year. I don't think, and I'm not the only one who thinks who doesn't think this, Ken Kendrick is a cheapo. He's not going to open up the checkbook to help address it. If the Diamondbacks do this again. Next year, it's going to be with more luck and their youngsters coming up in the minor league and their youngsters even becoming better, but they're not, no, no free agents going to go to go to Arizona not because free agents don't want to go to Arizona, but because Ken, Ken Kendrick doesn't want to pay people. They're already projected for the 2024 season to be 23rd in salaries, basically around $74 million for the whole that's crazy. When you have the Rangers, who, what, 18 months ago, they had, they famously committed half a billion dollars in contracts to two players, to two players, Corey Seager, World Series MVP, and Marcus Simeon, two players. Their 2024 salary rank, they're, I think they're in the top 10, and they've already committed $184 million dollars with the talent that the rangers have in the minor leagues, the rangers' willingness to spend, i really like the trajectory of it, of what the texas rangers can do over the next 2 or 3 seasons. Are they going to repeat as champions? I have no idea. But they sure as heck are going to retain right, their their fans. They're going to attain baseball fans like us. I love that and that's exactly what you envision. When you dole out half a billion dollars contracts to two players, and 18 months later, you're World Series champions. The World Series is over, but that doesn't mean that baseball is stopped. I love, I've already started watching the Winter Leagues in Latin America. Specifically, the Nicaraguan Winter League, which I watch for free on YouTube, and I'll tell you more about the other Winter Leagues in a moment. The very first game, which I think was on November 3rd, was Tren del Norte, which means Train of the North from the town of Esteli in Nicaragua. They were playing against, who was it? Uh, oh, Leones de León, the Lions from the town of the City of Lions. They, their leadoff hitter is Jairus Richards. He used to be an outfielder for Cal State Fullerton. So Jairus is actually, he's an American player. In the past 3 years he's been playing in the independent league here in the US. His first at bat, he hit a home run and it was so funny listening to the Spanish announcers trying to pronounce his name. They were to call him Jairus Richards. It was just so it was like so it was like what are you trying to say cuz I don't I don't understand anything you're saying when you're trying to pronounce this kid's name. But uh congratulations to Jairus for hitting home run on his first at-bat in the Nicaraguan Winter League, and I hope he hits a heck of a lot more home runs. So cheers to the state of California and Mr. Richards. I do want to it's, – it's a lot of fun because you still have a high level of baseball to watch for free, especially if you watch the Nicaraguan Winter League. A lot of the foreigners that play in Nicaragua have either – experience in Major League Baseball or experience in minor leagues. So these aren't just some random dudes you find in, uh, you know, your backyard in your park or whatever. But what I I did find disappointing was in uh, the second, the second day of, of the weekend opening series or whatever the heck they call it, the team that I'm following, the team that I like is called the Tigres de Chinandega, the Tigers from the town of Chinandega. They were playing at home and the Tigers, the Tigres have the most passionate baseball fans in the country they have a band of the fan it's not even like funded by the team it's like their fans come in with with trumpets and oboes and all this other stuff they make so much noise they pack the place but their stadium where they play Estadio Efrán Efraín Tijerino I don't know whatever it looked awful it was like the the stadium was packed it was loud they were cheering on their Tigres, but it was like the owner couldn't even buy a bucket of paint to make the place look nicer. Of course, here in the U.S., Major League, Major League Baseball makes a big deal out of opening day weekend, and it's like, what are you guys doing? You got, Don't you guys want more fans? And that was disappointing. But you know, when I go and watch baseball at a specific stadium, I'm like, oh, that city's known for a specific food, and that's no different in other countries because... Food is universal, and when the Tigres went to Managua, the capital of Nicaragua, to play the local team, uh, BOER, which is that, where they they were literally named after the Boer War at the end of the 19th century, this was just on Sunday, the The announcer said, if you don't come here and you don't eat a traditional Nicaraguan dish called, anyway, a dish, it's, like it's more like an appetizer called bigorong, he said, if you don't come and eat a bigorong, you basically didn't come to the stadium. <laughs> And of course, the camera panned to some random fan in the stands, <laughs> just housing a bigorong. Now, what is a bigorong? It's basically boiled yuca with crispy pork skin, a refreshing cabbage salad, all wrapped in a banana leaf. So as you can imagine, you could probably take down two or three of these like and just they, they're they very tasty. It's, it's very tasty because of course they put like. There's a heat to it. They put Chile, Chile and there's a, it, it's very good. I've had it before. So again, if you want to improve your ninth grade Spanish or if you just want to maintain your Spanish, watch the Nicaraguan Winter Leagues, the Dominican Winter League, which is the Dominican Winter League is the best winter league in all of Latin America because you know the best baseball players in Major League Baseball are Dominican. They come from somewhere and it's from the Dominican Republic. And what does it say? Oh, the Venezuelan. You know, there's a bunch of Venezuelan baseball players in Major League Baseball. And a lot of them go back to Venezuela, their country, to play in the Winter Leagues. As far as I know, the Nicaraguan Winter League is the only one where all of their games are free. The Dominican League, you have to pay. But if you go on their website, and by the way, I'm going to share all of the websites for those four Winter Leagues in this week's episode description. Some of the Dominican games are free. They usually play them like on YouTube or Facebook or some of the social medias like Twitter and stuff. But again, you'll look into that and I'll send you the, the links. And what are we doing when we're watching all this amazing baseball that's still being played well into November this week? I'm having an M it's called embers. Oh, and by the way, two teams from the Dominican winter league are playing in New York at City Field out in Queens. So if you're in the New York area, in the New York City area, you want to take the seven train out to City Field in Queens. I think they're playing in the next week or I think in the next two weeks. It's I already know that's that those games are going to be sold out because if there's so many Dominicans in New York City. It's going to be so much fun. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'd love to go, but I certainly am going to look online if I can watch those games for free. Dominican Winter League in New York, those Dominican dudes are going to freeze their booties off because I'm telling you, the weather in New York in the middle of November, the weather in New York City in mi- the middle of November is nothing, nothing like the Caribbean Island or the Caribbean country of the Dominican Republic. But speaking of New York, what I've been drinking this week this ep- in this episode is Embers. It's an oak-aged smoke lager. From a good American local brewery called Hudson Valley Brewery in Beacon, New York. This is a good fall autumn, drink. There is a hint of smoke in this beer. But I actually would like it to be a little bit smokier. I have absolutely no idea how to make a smoky out, uh, adult beverage. But I think more breweries and bars should offer smoky beers and smoky drinks. I'm going to ask you, when you're watching Winter League from Latin American countries, what are you going to be drinking? Here's, here's another story I'm going to share with you that I've been watching because I've been watching a handful of already these winter these, these Nicaraguan Winter League games to try to entice you to see some of these games. There's a pitcher on the team of León, from Lions, León. His name is Ernesto Glasgow. G-L-A-S-G-O-N. The announcer was saying that Ernesto's real last name is Glasgow, like the city in Scotland, Ernesto Glasgow, G-L-A-S-G-O-W. But apparently when Ernesto went to go renew his national ID, I have no idea why you need to renew it, so I'm guessing it's not like a social security card, but the point is he had to go renew it. It's a national ID, driver's license, who knows? Turns out that whatever department does that in Nicaragua misspelled Ernesto's last name, and, they, and instead of the W, they gave him G L A S G O N. So imagine Ernesto, a grown man, now has to go. Now has to go by Glasgow with an N instead of Glasgow with a W. I don't know if there's like court of appeals in Nicaragua or, or anything like. that. But the announcer was basically using that as an anecdote to tell you to always check other people's work and check your documents. Because <laughs> if not, you're going to end up like Ernesto running around with Glasgow as his last name and it's instead of Glasgow. <laughs> so the World Series is over. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers Major League Baseball is over. Now we're just talking about who gets Anthony Rizzo. I think he won the gold glove. Nolan or Ar- Ar- Nolan Arenado for the first time in 27 years doesn't win a gold glove. That's all fine and dandy. But there's still baseball to be watched and to be enjoyed. I'm going to put the link for the Dominican Winter League, the Mexican Winter League, the Nicaraguan, and the Venezuelan, like I said. I think if you, if you buy the MLB.TV package... Some of the Dominican winter leagues are part of that package. The Mexican league, you have to buy it separately from the Mexican league website. The Nicaraguan winter league, they show on I think two or three different YouTube channels. But if you go onto the Nicaraguan website, which I'm going to share with you, on the left hand side they have those days schedules, and they have a cam- each 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 of the games has that camera. You just click on the camera, and it immediately directs you to the YouTube channel. You can start watching it either live or whatever pre-recorded whatever you want and the Venezuelan Winter League is a little bit tricky I tried to look for it there I'm not really sure but you're going to have to look look around on the Venezuelan Winter League site indulge me one more time because I'm going to have one more of this slightly smoky drink congratulations to the Texas Rangers on being on winning the 2023 World Series congratulations to the Arizona Diamondbacks for going this far and thank you for listening to Last Call Baseball. Be great and get home safe.